welcome once again to the Ebone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 267th time on this Friday, January 14th, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Better Left Unsaid. Google can help you find just about anything, from cologne to bass guitars to t-shirts and even, as it turns out, fugitives. This exact situation happened in Spain where a 61-year-old man was on the run from the mafia. It had been like that for 20 years, floating from town to town to avoid a run-in with people you don't want on your bad side. Although you probably don't want them on your good side either now that I'm thinking about it. Look, I didn't think I'd have to say this, but the mafia is bad news, okay? This guy was using a pseudonym, Manual, to move through town without being detected, but eventually he was caught. Not by the mafia, but by the police. The dude was under investigation in the 80s after being discovered as a boss of a high-ranking family, and he managed to escape prison in 2002 while a movie was being made at the facility. Apparently, he was just as shocked to be found as the police were to find him. He reportedly said, How did you find me? I haven't called my family in 10 years. I think this is a good example of the phrase, crime doesn't pay. And also in my mind popped up the words of Jesus in Luke 12. What is spoken in darkness shall be brought to the light. This week I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Mark. Mark chapter 9, verses 23 and 24 read, What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. In this collection of verses, we see Jesus speaking to the father of a boy who's demon-possessed, And the father has brought him to Jesus, that way he can cast out the demon and make him clean again. The father says he asked the disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. And then in verse 19, that's where we see Jesus speaking to the people. He says, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. In verse 20, it says, so they brought the boy, and when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. In verse 21, it says, How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. The father says in verse 22, The spirit often throws him into the fire or into water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. I believe that if you can there speaks to the human nature to doubt. Doubts are just natural. They will happen. And sometimes we doubt our faith. Sometimes we doubt that God can do something for us. Sometimes we even doubt our salvation. Sometimes we doubt that Jesus has cleansed us from our sins. But we forget one thing. God is all-powerful. He is all-knowing, and He is almighty. I can bet that the father with the demon-possessed kid that we read about just a few minutes ago was distraught. I bet he thought there was no way that his son could have deliverance from that. But when he brought his son to Jesus and asked Jesus to help his unbelief, that's where the breakthrough came. 
We see in verse 25 here, it says, When Jesus saw that the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak. He said, I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again. Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. I can bet the father, who had the demon-possessed son, thought that it was a huge mountain, an unclimbable thing. Here's the good news. Anything is possible with Jesus, if only we believe. As we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is words that should make a comeback. And the first response to the hashtag words that should make a comeback is hootenanny. Now, I'm a little confused. What exactly is that? I know it's another word for party. I know what it means. It's particularly used in the South. But what I'm wondering is a little bit more complicated than that. Is there a level of awesome that an event has to reach before it goes from just a normal gathering to being considered a full-on hootenanny? I mean, come on. I'm almost positive that there's levels to this because think about it this way. You can't consider a kid's birthday party that has the kid's table on one end and a group of parents on the other end sitting in really small chairs and playing go fish to pass the time a hootenanny. I would put that on the level of get-together, but what I'm wondering, and someone please help me out, what level does a party have to get to before it's considered a hootenanny? Somebody's got to know. Response number two of the week is swell. Alright, now this one confuses me a bit also. I didn't know I'd have this many questions going into this, but... Is swell like saying it's well, but in shorter form? Like, basically what I'm wanting to know is swell to all is well as sup is to what's up. That's what I'm trying to figure out. The next word that should make a comeback is foxy. Now, that term was actually used in an event I went to a few years ago. Hold on, hold on. It was pre-COVID. Now, don't worry. I talked about it in an episode, I think maybe a week or so later. And if you want to hear it, the link is in the description, by the way. And the final response of the week is crikey. Now, this last one I can definitely get behind, given that sometimes I use Australian slang. And also, I think this one is pretty great if I do say so myself. You know what? This actually gives me an idea. What if, just hear me out, we all start using the word crikey every year on Steve Irwin's birthday, in place of our usual wows, woes, and other expressions of excitement as sort of a tribute to his memory. I think it's a cool idea. Let's talk about words. They're a common thread throughout our lives, how we communicate ideas and feelings. And there are thousands of them, and yet some of them are banned. This practice of banning certain words is particularly popular in universities. Take Lake Superior State, for example. They have a list sent in every year with more than 1,000 words and phrases making the cut. Let's look at a few of them, shall we? One said, I hate it, was at the top of their list. Which I can understand, because if someone had ever told you that they hated something you showed them or gave them, it's not fun at all, so I can see your point there. Another one said, I don't want to wait, gets under their skin. Now hold on just a second. What's wrong with that? It conveys you're excited about something. Let's just back up into account. 
let's just back up for a second and take into account what this phrase is. It conveys that you're excited about something. Take, for example, our parallel universe I created a few episodes ago in which broccoli is more popular than bacon. If you were excited to eat the broccoli and your mom said you had to wait until you finished your bacon, you might say, but I don't want to wait. See how there's a clear correlation to what you're talking about and it conveys that you're excited about the broccoli at the same time? I see no problem. Not to mention that exact phrase is the title of the second theme song to Dawson's Creek. So I might be a little biased because I really like the show. Anyway, I'll turn the conversation over to you now. In the comments under this week's episode post on Facebook or Twitter, I want to know what words would you ban if you had the choice. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.